The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of me and or my ma, and we do not mean to offend. Warning, most names have been changed, dates might be a bit off, and general facts might be a bit exaggerated. So if you're picky, this might not be for you, because the point is, is that it's a good story. How have you been enjoying the first six episodes of season one? Seeing all the support from you listeners has been so amazing and gets us really excited about bringing season two to you guys. Now, keep in mind, these episodes are re-releases of the first season, and some parts just can't be edited out perfectly. So, with that being said, this episode originally aired September 12th, 2018 and it was our back to school episode yeah i know it's december but you know what it's still worth giving a shout out to those mamas killing it in school while also raising kids so this one's for yous but before we get into the episode we would like to say nyawakoa to our sponsor moccasin joe coffee an indigenous owned and operated coffee company from gunasadage and a huge 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 nyawakoa to canada council for the arts for making season two possible. This one goes out to all you unguehunwe mamas out there that are balancing raising their babies and going to school and everything else that comes with life. I admire you women so much. I grew up literally underneath my mom's chair while she was in class when I was four. And then I watched as my sisters didn't let having children slow them down. <laughs> no, I mean, my one sister literally was timing her contractions while she was writing an exam. (laughs) Crazy. Anyways, so this is one of the many times my mom went back to school. But this time, when she stirred the pot, some nutbag jumped her from behind and there was some aftermath. McGill got scared. It was the early 1970s and she had one baby, about a year old. That's my sister, Ojisto Ganawahere Horn. She's the baby in the picture I posted for the Larry the Cree baby episode. And she was pregnant with my older sister, Gohande Horn Miller, living in Gahnawage and going to school at McGill. All right, now let's get on to the story. Ma is pregnant and gets jumped by the teacher's pet at McGill. Okay, Ma, so what's this story? You're jumping someone or getting jumped? Oh, this is where I got jumped. (gasps) Who the fuck jumped you? I was at McGill University. This is after Ojista was born. I decided to go back to school. Again? Again. So I went to McGill. I got into McGill. And I was taking this course. How old were you? 33? Something like that? Something like that. Yeah, yeah. I was young. (laughs) Anyway, so, uh, so I was pregnant with Gahande, mm-hmm. and I was going to class, and I was in one of these big classes, and it was to do with political science. And I said, what the hell? There's nothing scientific about politics. <laughs> so anyway, there were three um, professors, and I remember one's name was Charles Taylor, <clears throat> and the other one was, um, he had a you know, Eastern European name, the other two. Mm -hmm. Anyway, 
So how many months old were you? I must have been about six months. Six five months. Five or six months. I would, and it was in the winter, and I was wearing a big coat, my uh, Inuit coat, you know, with the big fur hood on it. So I would go to yeah, class. Like that, that one, yeah. So anyway, I would go to uh, class, and it was one of those great big amphitheater-type classes, uh, classrooms, and there'd be maybe a hundred or more people in there. So, and these three guys would be standing on the stage, and they would be talking about things like Trudomania and all kinds of stuff like that, you know. And I was always the only one that would get up and question what they were saying. And I said, well, can you tell me where you get this scientific basis for, for politics? <laughs> and then they couldn't answer it. And they were getting angry at me. You know, they, were, they couldn't answer it. So then um, one day, and uh, one of the professors kept using this word that the world has become um, disenchanted. And I said, why? What do you mean by disenchanted? <laughs> But, so this is the make or break word for me. <laughs> so I went home. Just the last straw. This was it. This was the final thing. <laughs> so I went and I looked. I said, disenchanted means a pixie-like state. So I went back to class. And darn it if, if he didn't use that word again. <laughs> <laughs> so I got up and I said... You know what? I said, you like to use that word that we're all disenchanted. Well, I looked it up in one of, in a dictionary, and I found out that enchantment means a pixie-like state. Are you telling us that we've become dispixelated? <laughs> all of a sudden, boom, somebody jumps me from behind. What? That's when she jumped me. Who was she? She was a girl from uh, Westmount, from a wealthy family. Just some white oh, chick? Yeah. For, why? Well, I don't know. She jumped me, and then we started fighting. And we rolled all the way down the, all those stairs. And is everything. that why you got, is that why you had her premature? I think so. <gasps> Might have been. What a fucking... Anyway, so, so we end up at the bottom of the stairs... And then the professors helped get her out. I was going to beat her up, even though I was pregnant. Anyway, so <laughs> so then I go, and I decide I'm going to call the police. Because this is an assault, and there's 150 witnesses who saw it. Yeah. So I get called in by the president of McGill University. I don't remember his name. I think it was Mr. Bell. And there was a bunch of people. I think they were from the governor, board of governors and stuff. And they said, what can we do for you so you don't call the police and bring them into this? They said that to you? Yep. They wanted to make a deal with me. Oh. I said, well, I'm pregnant. Well, I guess it doesn't look good on them, man. No. White girl jumps six months pregnant native <laughs> student. <laughs> Right in yes. the middle of the 70s, too? So, so, I said, well, I said, uh, I, I am pregnant, and if anything happens to this baby, 
You're responsible. They agreed. They did, eh? Yes, they agreed to that. Jeez. And also, <coughs> they asked me what else I wanted. I said, I don't want any more of those people that kept coming in to all my classes and going on about Maoism and this and that and this and that. Who knows what else? But they would come in and take over the class and start trying to uh, brainwash us about this thing that was happening. Anyway, whatever it was, they were disrupting all the classes because I was taking economics classes, other classes. Who were they? Just like religious people? Yeah, they were. I don't know what they were. Like monks and stuff like that? No, they were students. They had these... Uh, you know, these organizations that pushed their cause, whatever yeah. their cause was, and they kept coming in and disrupting our classes. So I told them I don't want any of those people in any of my classes. They said, okay, you got it. That's what you asked for? I asked for that. Yeah. So they agreed to all that. Mm. So one day I'm walking near the Leacock building, and I see that girl sitting there, the one that jumped me. You know her name? I, I don't want to say her name. <laughs> Tell me after. I ran what? over to her. Pseudonym, yeah. You I'll ran call her, her? I'll call her Miss Leacock. <laughs> <laughs> so I run over to her. I said, do you remember me? And she looks... <gasps> I said, if anything happens to this baby, I said, I'm going to kill you. I was so angry at her. And she ran away. I never saw her again. I think she left the university and everything. She knew I I knew who she was. So then Why I, did she jump you though? What was her purpose? Just mad. I wanted to know. She had no reason. She just was friends with those professors probably. Protecting the professors because I was making them look stupid, but I thought that was the whole idea of going to school. I didn't realize that I'm supposed to be brainwashed, you know, go in there and, you know, but you were questioning conveniently it. accept all their crap, mm -hmm. you know. They used to talk uh, about how Trudeau, Trudeau mania, and I said, you know what, I've met Mr. Trudeau. And in the press, they make him look like he's six feet tall and he's so smart and everything else. I said, I haven't personally met him. And I said, he's not sm that smart. <laughs> and I said, and he's just a short little guy. He's even shorter than me. Oh. <laughs> they wanted to choke me. They wanted yeah. to kill me for that. So. Because why? Why? Why did you? Why do you question things? What did your father tell you when you were young? He always said, you ask. The first question is why, and the second question is, can you prove it? And what did he tell you about going to school? He says. Pass, but don't get educated. Mm -hmm. That's what yeah. he said. That's how you raised. And that's how I got a good education. That's how you raised <laughs> us too, though. Yeah. Anyway, so after that, I had a problem with that delivery. When did you have her? Anyways? In July, I had her in so July. So that was the, this T-shirt. Then that's when you got yes. beat up yeah. by her. Mm -hmm. Or I mean, you fought. Yes. Yes. She just jumped you. Yeah. Anyway, so I so I, I ended up uh, having all that the problems with her delivery. She was like six weeks early. She was six weeks early. No, she was ten weeks <gasps> early. She was in the hospital for oh my God. a long time until she was 
she was so then, uh, five Mama, pounds. You definitely were affected by that fight. I was very much. Because that was right around then, then. Yeah. Anyway, and then I used to go every day. Well, go to... is fine now. Yeah. <laughs> She's like strong as a horse. Yeah, she is. <laughs> really. And smart and everything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, I, and she's had all these kids too, you know, no yeah. problems. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, uh, the, the problem that I had was that I went to, to the hospital every single day to see her. Yeah. And I would just sit with her because she was just about three pounds. A tiny little thing. I have a picture of her, and then, and then I would come back to my other little baby, which was a Gisto, and she was a, just a year older than her. So, and then all my relatives were, you know, helping out, helping me with all this. And then finally, it came time that I could take bring her home, but I had to take care of her. Mm-hmm. So I took the the cradle board, and I think she still has it. The and blue I, one. Yeah, I think I, it's the blue one. Yeah, and I put her in that cradle board, wrapped her all up, you know, and then I brought her home and I took care of her. And uh, she was she was okay. It was mm-hmm. a lot of work. It was that was an amazing experience at McGill University. So after so you gra- you she was born in July, June, July, July 14. So it was all those months leading up to that. It was. It happened so in about March. Mu- okay, March. Okay, so you went six months. March or April. Like four months pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. I did, I knew that, but I didn't know the full story. My God, we got. I didn't know why. We got into a hell of a fight, though. She was terrified of me. She just jumped you. That's so yeah. Cool. From the back. Yeah. What a it cheap shot. Boom. Yeah. It is a cheap shot. She knows who she is, too. Yeah. She's listening there. (laughs) She'll be told about it. She'll hear it. Yeah. Huh. Well, Gohanda's okay. Thank goodness, eh? Yeah. And then I had another one after that. Another, another. You know, I just kept having children after that. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, there you go. Is that a story? (laughs) (laughs) You're like, are we done? (laughs) Is that a story or not? So, there you go. That's the time Ma was pregnant and got jumped by the teacher's pet at McGill. Ma was just doing what Ma did, and that was use her mind and ask questions. It bothered this crazy girl so much, the rage boiled up in her. What a lunatic. I wonder what happened to her. Going to school as a native person in this country can be hard, to say the least. First, our people aren't really meant to learn in institutionalized settings. That's a whole new concept for us, and we are just getting a real good grasp on it lately. So just FYI, we will eventually take over the system and change it. You've been warned. Also, sometimes when we actually get the courage to go to school and stick it out and don't give up, we usually have the help of our whole entire family. 
or no one at all. And then we have to sit and listen to a whole bunch of bullshit. And you can either keep your mouth shut and pass the class, meanwhile it's killing you from the inside out, that silent rage, that bruise because your ancestors are like telling your instincts something's off and that the teacher is full of shit or just doesn't know any better but you're a shy little Indian and also not quite sure how to form your argument into words or to defend yourself just yet. You know? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. So you can do that or you can speak up like my mom did. And that was episode seven. And our next episode actually is about a famous movie star. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Ma clears the air about Marlon. Yes, that Marlon. Marlon Brando. So that's a story that I was given orders by my sisters to ask her about. And of course, as an actor myself, this story always gave me a real thrill. I'll have to admit it. So stay tuned for that one coming up next. You can find episodes on Apple Podcasts and on our website at www.coffeewithmyma.com. Nyamako to my mom for sharing her stories. And again, to all you fantastic listeners, Nyamako for stopping by and having some coffee with me and my mom. Onagiwahi, seogweko. Tokiniku. 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 Tokiniku.